The Wake Up Call is a daily encouragement to shake off the slumber of our busy lives and turn our eyes toward Jesus. Each morning, our community gathers around a scripture, a reflection, prayer, and a few short questions, inviting us to reorient our lives around the love of Jesus, who transforms our hearts, homes, churches, and cities. Now, here's J.D. Walt with today's entry. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It is Monday, November the 28th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. We are now in the early days of Advent, and we're wrapping this series up. It'll finish on Wednesday, and our Advent series will begin on Thursday, December the 1st, with Sarah Wank leading the way. Looking forward to that. Our entry today is called the Walt Farms Corn Supper, a feast of pure goodness. Our text is Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Hear the word of the Lord. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now consider this. It happened every summer at the peak season of cultivation, irrigation, and extremely hot laboring Peepaw would set the date for the annual Walt Farms Corn Supper. It could not be set in advance, but waited on the precise ripening of a particular patch of sweet corn grown strictly for this occasion. No matter what we were doing on the farm, the entire farm team met at the crack of dawn on the turn row of this cornfield, and we walked the middles pulling the corn until all of our sacks were filled, coming to around a thousand ears. We took the corn back to the shop where we all shucked, silked, and sorted it into massive ice chests. Then we picked tomatoes from Peepaw's select garden. Next came the trip to the Mad Butcher or the Piggly Wiggly or both to pick up the special order of a hundred chickens or so. The old men would show up around three, butcher the chickens, and prepare the multifaceted patented processes for frying them. On the center of the farm was the old Walt family homestead, where Meemaw, Peepaw, and the two Walt brothers once lived a humble estate with an expansive yard. We would collect all the 55-gallon barrels we could find, place them all across the yard, and then lay two long, wide, flat boards side by side from barrel to barrel, forming makeshift standing tables for the feast. We placed a half-dozen massive iron kettle-like pots in the center of the yard, each set atop turbo propane burners, half for frying the chickens and half for boiling the corn. I could go on with the details for pages, but you are getting the point. 
Around five, the parade of trucks would start flooding in as hundreds of farmers and merchants would converge for the great feast of the farm, the Walt Farms Corn Supper. No tickets sold, no money exchanged, no blanket invitation. Anyone and everyone had been personally invited. Far from a civic event or a political rally, though governors and senators came, or some kind of fundraiser, this magnificent event was a celebration of friendship. As incredible as that butter-basted corn was, the food turned out to be peripheral. The real feast turned out to be the fellowship. The fruit on offer at today's farmer's market is pure, unbridled goodness. I always felt like this was a bit of a throwaway word in the list of Galatians 5.22. It just seemed, well, so generic. Then I looked closer. The Greek term pronounced agathosune is the goodness that flows from deep self-giving. There's actually a better English word than goodness that captures the meaning of this ancient term. It's generosity. When I close my eyes, I can still see the silhouettes of all those glorious souls gathered around those tables, lingering well after sundown, long after the food was enjoyed, a picture of pure goodness of gracious giving and grateful receiving. Then I see Peepaw's face beaming with the joyful radiance of the glory of God. Wake up, sleeper. The generosity of God is extravagantly extraordinary. It is goodness to the highest power. And he longs to bear this fruit within and through us. You are generous. How do I know? Because you are filled with the generosity of Jesus. His spirit is flowing through you. Step out in faith. The only regret you will ever have is that you didn't do it sooner. The prayer, Father Farmer God, make of my life a farmer's market. Make of the garden of my inmost being a place of the goodness-filled fruit-bearing of love. I want to be so captured by the generosity of God that it becomes in me instinctive, impulsive compulsive, and compelling, governed by your Spirit. I confess my giving is so often quite calculated and measured. Holy Spirit, come and possess me with your unbridled, extravagant generosity. Praying in Jesus' name, Amen. The Question Do you sense the generosity of the Spirit of God welling up within you? 
Does it bring a sense of inner conflict with your own sense of scarcity? There's only one way to get beyond the struggle. I think you know what it is. We're going to sing a hymn today. It's one of my personal favorites. It's number 221 in our hymnal. When I survey the wondrous cross. And we'll sing a couple of rounds of the chorus. Actually had the privilege years ago of writing a chorus to this incredible hymn by Isaac Watts with my friend Chris Tomlin. And that's a whole story I'll tell another time, but the the chorus actually is appears in this hymnal as well on page 222 or number 222. It's called Oh the Wonderful Cross. We'll sing it after verses 3 and 4. Sing with me now. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and pour contempt on all my pride. See from his hands, his head, his feet, sorrow and love flow mingle down. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet? Or thorns compose so rich a crown? Oh, the wonderful cross! Oh, the wonderful cross bids me come and die and find that I may truly live. Oh, the wonderful cross, oh, the wonderful cross, all who gather here, by grace draw near, and bless your name. Were the whole realm of nature mine That were an offering far too small Love so amazing, so divine Demands my soul, my life, my all. And oh, the wonderful cross, oh, the wonderful cross bids me come and die and find that I may truly live. Oh, the wonderful cross, 
Oh, the wonderful cross, all who gather here, by grace draw near, and bless your name. Amen. I pitched that last one a little high there, but I heard you out there straining for it with me. Well, let me offer a a verbal PS today. I don't think this made it into the email, but I would like to acknowledge your generosity. It's carried us through this past year. And we're coming up on the anniversary of uh, Giving Tuesday. It's actually tomorrow. I wish we'd call it Generosity Tuesday. But I want to invite you to prayerfully consider a generous gift to the wake-up call. It's how we sustain this ministry over the course of another year. We'll say more about it tomorrow, but I just wanted to alert you to it today in the spirit of that last verse. Were the whole realm of nature mine, that were an offering far too small. Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Well, that's a wrap for today, Monday. I've got a big treat coming for you tomorrow. (laughs) I can't wait to share it. I'll see you out there on the field. It's another day to sow for a great awakening. And for that awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.